Hello everyone and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, hey, hey everyone. Welcome back to the show. It's February now. And I totally miss Groundhog's Day. I don't, I don't know what they said. Either way, I still haven't gotten sledding yet. Just wanted to let you guys know. The snow was melting. I'm not pleased by this! Hopefully it'll snow more later. And I bet you when it does, it'll be right about March. Unfortunately. Learjet turned into a limo on wheels. And you can have it for 5 million. And it won't go under any overpasses. It'll be a pain in the rear to park. And it'll be absolutely terrifying to drive on a highway. This is still not a flying whatever. No, I'd rather get a shuttle bus and then turn that into a sort of limo on wheels. Rolls-Royce has personalized every single Cullinan sold so far. Renault executive claims 2019 F1 rules will hurt top teams the most. Oh dear. Discovery's Mythbusters Jr. draws fire after crushing Toyota MR2. CNG-powered Volkswagen Polo and Golf TGI gain an extra tank for longer range. The revamped CNG versions of the Golf and Polo get a third tank and are already available to order. I didn't know they were doing a CNG-powered Polo and Golf. I honestly had no idea. Lamborghini Superleggera badge finished. Performance versions are not. Lamborghini's next ICE engines may have less power due to emissions regulations, but will compensate will with electrification. Upcoming Mercedes ESF concept will be almost will be almost impossible to crash, or so they say. GM to start laying off 4,250 4, employees from Monday. GM is engaging in a huge restructuring plan. Stretch Taekwon is an undercover mule, or mall, whatever, pretty sure it's mule, for VW's upcoming electric crossover. TRD 2020 Toyota GR Supra performance line concept coming next Friday. If you like them blacked out, Skoda's new Octavia VRS Challenge is for you. Sauber becomes Alfa Romeo Racing for 2019 Formula 1 season. Hobson Shaw Fast and Furious spin-off trailer needs you to suspend your disbelief. And I watched the trailer. I didn't listen with sound because I didn't have my earbuds in, but I watched it. <sighs> I'd have to listen to it, but I don't really care to see it. I honestly, I really want to see a different kind of baby driver or a baby driver too, rather than watch that. Mercedes makes new A-Class sound pretty clever in Super Bowl ad. Ford Performance shows how they 3D printed Hooney trucks in the Hooney trucks intake manifold. FCA takes the first steps towards Maserati's hopeful salvation. Maserati will go through some necessary changes thanks to FCA boss Michael Manley. I haven't actually seen that. Let's we'll check that out soon. Kia Seed Sports Wagon Plug-in Hybrid, new fuel economy champion coming. TBR Griffith delayed until 2020 due to EU regulations. 2019 Mitsubishi Mirage, priced from £11,295 in the UK. 2020 Kia Exceed crossover spy testing against the VW T-Rock. Mercedes-Benz 2 debut new electric EQV concept van at Geneva. Fast 9 won't feature Dwayne Johnson or Jason Statham as Hobbs and Shaw will be premiering on August 2nd. Subaru tells us a next-gen BRZ is definitely going to happen. Lexus admit they are considering a high-performance SUV. They better not call it the LFX. <laughs> Actually, I would like to see something called the LFX. That would be awesome. Or even better, the LFAX. 
2020 Lamborghini Huracan Evo is an exhilarating tech fest festooned extravaganza. Here's the 2020 Renault Zoe with a little makeup on its face. It basically looks like all the other Renaults. And I say it looks like all the other Renaults. Its design language is now more in line with the other Renaults, let's say. China's brilliant caught testing seven-seat V7 SUV in Europe. If they change the face, but otherwise I'm not looking forward to that grill because it's way too big for its own good. Volkswagen in advanced talks with competitors over sharing its electric MEB platform. Mini electric will make people think you're driving an ICE hatchback. Yeah, because non-car people don't care the differences between a Mini, a Cooper 4-door, and a John Cooper Works. Sad news! The $300,000 Range Rover SV Coupe is officially dead. They're not going to put it into production. And I don't remember what I said about it before. But I, I think now, I'm, at this point, I was actually quietly hoping it would make it. Is there a good use for it? Not really. Is it a bit too big for being a two-door? Yes. But would it have been somewhat cool to have a two-door Range Rover? Like that. Cow, yes, it would have been. New 2020 Subaru Legacy teased with a huge screen and will debut in Chicago next week. And that was next week from January 31st, so soon. Toyota boss suggests they intend to build more sports cars. Hey, Toyota, if you can make a new 2000 GT, but not muck it up, I would be grateful. And also, I know that you kind of did that with the Super, but still, a, a proper, proper 2000 GT. Please and thank you. Lexus NX F Sport gains Blackline Special Edition spec. Hyundai Super Bowl something ad stars Jason Bateman and a Palisade. 2020 Fiat Mobi pickup will be a small utility vehicle for South America. Chevy sends off Corvette C7 in Europe with a Z06 and Grand Sport Final Edition. 2020 BMW 8 Series and M850i Grand Sport peel off their face masks. VW reimagines Dune Buggy for 21st Century with Electric Concept. Carlos Gozen suggests he's the victim of a coupe from Nissan. Ugh, I doubt that, sir. Carlos Gozen has hit back at the allegations leveled against him. I think they meant to say levied, but whatever. 2020 Mercedes AMG GLB 35. Here's more of the 301 horsepower hot, hot compact SUV. Couldn't you just call it a hot SUV? A hot CUV, or better yet, a hot crossover. Because cro typical CUVs are smaller than crossovers. Like the Honda HRV is smaller, is smaller than a uh, than a CRV, which is a crossover. And then the Pilot, I guess, is their SUV. So there you go. So if this is if this is bigger than uh, the GLA, but smaller than their other, but uh, but the, smaller than their other SUV offerings, well then there you go. It's a crossover. Or if it's around the same size as a GLA, or disregarding height, uh, then it's a CUV. Jaguar prices the 2020 F-Type Checkered Flag Limited Edition from $71,900. And also that the 2020 F-Type won't be sold with a manual. <laughs> no! What diesel game? Volkswagen doubled its diesel car sales in Germany. And electric VW is hiding under this golf sports van mule. Okay, but then why does it have a Golf R face on it? Toyota debunks rumors that a that the 86 Coupe will be axed from the range. Brexit will hurt local manufacturing, but consumers will get cheaper imported cars. Apparently. 2021 BMW M3 may be sold in three variations with up to 500 horsepower. 2020 Audi A4 all-road facelift 
coming with QA inspired styling. And we need to take a break here because it's getting a little bit late on this podcast. I will see you all after the break. Are you uninsured or underinsured? Can't afford the high premiums of health insurance? Would you like to save money on your out-of-pocket cost for dental and medical bills? If you answered yes to any of these questions, request more information at http colon slash slash www.ownyourhealthcare.com slash alternative dash healthcare dash solutions or call Dr. Taffy at 303-576-0670. Our plans are available in 42 states. We have got some big news for you all. It's a scoop from Mopar Insiders. 2020 Dodge Charger will get a wide body with two models. RT Scat Pack and SRT Hellcat wide body models to join the 2020 lineup. For the past couple of years, there's been talks and rumors about the Dodge brand working on a Charger wide body on a Charger wide body model. Well, we are happy to confirm that the rumors are very much true. Dodge will be launching a wide body wide body version of the popular four-door Charger sedan in the 2020 model year. But now thanks to our sources, we're learning a lot more about this upcoming sedan. The biggest news is that the 2020 Dodge Charger widebody will be available in two models, the SRT Hellcat and the RT Scat Pack. Yes, there will be an RT Scat Pack version of the widebody available in 2020. However, don't expect the rumored 7 liter 426 cubic inch Hemi V8 that we have heard about. The proven and powerful 6.4 liter or 392 392 cubic inch Hemi V8 with best in class 485 horsepower and 475 pound feet of torque will return for duty in the 2020 model year. Many people have been expecting a Charger SRT Hellcat widebody powered by the 2019 Dodge Challenger SRT Hellcat Rat Eyes 797 horsepower 6.2 liter supercharged Hemi V8. However, according to our sources, don't expect that just yet. Here's what we know thus far about the upcoming 2020 Dodge Charger widebody models. First is they will feature drastically different looking front and rear fascias. The new dual snorkel grille for 2019 will be redesigned just for the widebody cars and will feature smaller intakes lower in the corners of the upper grille. Both front and rear fascias had to be radically redesigned to incorporate to incorporate the Charger wide the Charger body lines with the new wide body fender flares. The 2020 Dodge Charger wide body models will wear the current Dodge Charger SRT Hellcat hood. While the side profile of the car will look similar to the current car with beefy wide body flares attached, the side sills are also being redesigned for the wide body cars as well. Just like the 2019 Dodge Challenger SRT Hellcat wide body and the 2019 Dodge Challenger R. RT Scat Pack widebody models, both versions of the Charger will have completely retuned suspension specific to those specific to those models. Electronic power steering or EPS will be standard on both models as well. According to our sources, the Charger widebody models will get their own set of 20 inch by 11 inch 11 aluminum wheels. They will be of a dual 5 spoke design. The car will wear 305 35ZR20 Pirelli tires 
just like the Challenger widebody models. Currently, we don't know precisely when Dodge might show the car off to the public, but we wouldn't be surprised if it makes its official debut at the week of the Woodward Dream Cruise in August. Stay tuned to Mopar Insiders as we bring you all the latest 2020 Dodge Charger widebody news and information. Awesome, right? I'm excited for that. I am so ready for that. I'm hyped. I am hyped. This hype train will never end. We need... <laughs> Ooh, good times are coming. Good times are coming for Mopar fans. Let's move on to, uh, to that Maserati thing that I talked about briefly, though. FCA boss Michael Manley had no problem of admitting that pairing Maserati with Alfa Romeo was wrong, and now he appears to have a new strategy. A new strategy that will hopefully turn things around for the troubling for the troubled Italian brand. And this doesn't come from Mopar Insiders, this comes from Car Scoops. While details of Maserati's new plan are still under wraps, Man Manley's move to restore Harold Wester as Maserati's head and give him the task of forming a new management team is indicative of an on of the ongoing planning auto car reports. Wester has already appointed Jean Philippe Philippe Leup, who previously worked as Ferrari's chief of operations in Central and Eastern Europe to lead a new division called Maserati Commercial. Al Gardner was also promoted to lead Maserati in North America. What is Maserati Commercial? That Maserati doesn't make vans. At least, at least not that I remember. You have Fiat Commercial for that anyway, or Fiat Pro or whatever it is. Please don't do that with Maserati. During an investor conference last year, Manley said, with hindsight, when we put Maserati and Alpha, and Alpha together, it did two things. Firstly, it reduced the focus it reduced the focus on the Maserati brand. Secondly, Maserati was treated for a period of time almost as if it were a mass market brand, which it isn't and shouldn't be treated that way. Manley added that Maserati's new plan will be followed by some further action during the fourth quarter. It will take at least two quarters to sort through some of the channel issues, but I'm expecting Harold and his team to make some significant progress beginning the second half beginning in the second half of twenty nineteen. Maserati suffered greatly from a sales drop in China and other delays caused by the latest W LTP emissions regulations. However, the brand's biggest problem can be found in its lineup. The Gran Turismo Grand Cabrio models are now 11 years old, followed by the Gibble and Quattroporte that are 5 years old. Even the 2-year-old Levante saw its sales dropping fast in a segment that includes newer arrivals like the Porsche Cayenne. Last time we heard about Maserati's future was in June of 2018, when Sergio Marcione's last investor at Sergio Marcione's last inve investor conference. The plan included the launch of the Alfieri Coupe in both, in both full electric and plug-in hybrid versions, a new crossover that will be positioned under the Levante and brand new successors for the Gibble, Quattroporte, and Levante that will feature both pure electric and plug-in hybrid powertrains. Koenigsegg joins forces with former Saab to expand into new market segments. If that means Saab is going to be back in proper, then I'm okay with this. Robot valets will park your car at London's Gatwick Airport. Renault adds Zoe S addition to the UK range from 19,270 pounds. That should be about 24,000, maybe $25,000 here. So that's not that's not bad. That's that's better in terms of pricing. Volvo V40 replacement now likely to feature crossover styling. Lexus LC500 Inspiration series starts from $106,210. With an, with an exclusive leather bag included. I don't want that. New Genetta supercars coming with carbon fiber, body, and chassis, and 600 plus horsepower. I'm not completely sold on the front end at this teaser. I see a little bit of that Supra sloth nose thing. Kind of 
Enzo-ish, but worse. I'm really hoping it doesn't look bad. Because if it doesn't, then I'd, I'd want one. A lot. Skoda releases first sketches and video of Kamek Subcompact SUV. It's called a CUV. Good grief. Or, or is now CUV dead and now we're saying subcompact SUV. Is that the trend now? 2020 Genesis GV80 luxury SUV shows interior for the first time. 2019 Audi TT 20th anniversary pays homage to original. To the original. For $52,900 in the US. 2020 Toyota Tacoma getting a redesign as it prepares to flood dealer lots. Kia XC compact crossover tip to debut at Geneva. 2019 Abarth 595 and 124 Spider celebrate the brand's 70th anniversary. 2019 Chevrolet Camaro ZL1 Wanali breaks cover with old face but 10 speed auto option. Japan's Aspark Owl may target electric Nurburgring record. Volvo's Zenuity to perform autonomous tests on Swedish public roads. 2019 Honda Passport starts at 32,000. It costs more than a pilot. Though to be fair, it might be more capable off-road, so maybe that's where that extra expense is coming from. Ital Designs bringing something new to the 2019 Geneva Motor Show. Jaguar gives the XF a sportier vibe with new checkered flag edition. Mitsubishi L. Engelberg, that is such a bad name. Engelberg Tour SUV concept teased will premiere at Geneva. Forgive me, but Engelberg, that's that's not a very Japanese sounding name to me. Engelberg, Engelberg so sounds like something that would come out of old British Leyland. Like the Austin Engelberg. That's what that sounds like. Or maybe, oh, what was the other brand? Or what were, what were the other brands, I should say? A Morris Engelberg. There. So not the Marina, but it's but it's bigger station wagon sibling. The Morris Engelberg. That's what that sounds like. Just please God no. 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 <laughs> but good grief, man, that's a bad name. 2020 Renault Clio is ready to conquer the Super Mini segment. Careful. Your 2019 Ram 1500 pickup could lose power steering. Sounds like a recall. Better get onto that. Yep, and that's going to be the last thing I get onto before the break. The new generation Ram 1500 has been subjected to a recall announced by FCA's U.S. arm over a possible power steering loss. Discovered during an internal investigation, the problem is blamed on a, on a battery ground circuit fastener which may have not been secured properly. If the connection comes loose enough to create an open circuit, then the vehicle could lose power assistance. In this case, the inconsistent steering feedback could lead to understeer or oversteer, thus increasing the risk of an accident. The automaker estimates that 159,740 units of the new 1500 might be affected by this condition in the United States, out of which almost one-third are still at dealer lots. Additionally, 18,682 vehicles will be subjected to the recall in Canada, alongside 407 in Mexico, and 3,409 outside the NAFTA region, and all of them were assembled until October 25th, 2018. For now, the company didn't say when owners will be contacted and informed that they will have to schedule an appointment with authorized dealers by contacting them directly at 1-800-853-1403. Once again, the company didn't say when owners will be contacted and informed that they will have to schedule an appointment with an authorized dealer by contacting them directly at 1-800-853-1403. That is going to be it for now. I will see you all after the break. Are you uninsured or underinsured? 
Can't afford the high premiums of health insurance? Would you like to save money on your out-of-pocket cost for dental and medical bills? If you answered yes to any of these questions, request more information at http colon slash slash www.ownyourhealthcare.com slash alternative dash healthcare dash solutions or call Dr. Taffy at 303-576-0670. Our plans are available in 42 states. We are back again. Chevrolet Real People Reliability Fiasco births real life parody. 2022 Toyota Yaris Hatch coming to New York and could be based on the Mazda 2. New Isuzu D Max coming this year with redesigned exterior and roomier cabins. Volvo wants you to skip Super Bowl and stare at its mobile app for a chance to win an S60. 2019 Hyundai Santa Fe won't seat 7, but has plenty to offer. New Nissan Micra N Sport arrives as the warm hatch of the range. Nissan under SEC investigation in the US over executive pay. 2019 Volkswagen e-golf up to $1,555 more expensive and starts at $32,790. Hyundai and Kia considering many crossovers but nothing's sure yet. Lotus and Williams form partnership. Is it for the Omega electric hypercar? Transit Custom Nugget is Ford's new camper van for Europe. Facelift of Renault Twingo won't make it to the United Kingdom, unfortunately. First look inside 2020, Renault Clio reveals striking tech-heavy approach. Bugatti adamant it won't build an SUV or do a top speed run, and I covered that. So basically, we have covered, we have caught up to last week's news, but don't worry, I have got two other, one other news stories. FCA CEO Mike Manley talks about electrified Dodge Challenger. Electric muscle cars versus V8 performance. In an interview released this weekend, FCA CEO Mike Manley told the, told the Detroit Free Press at last week's North American International Auto Show that the next generation of Dodge muscle cars were coming and that they would be assisted with electric power. The reality is those platforms and that technology we, we use does need to move on. They can't exist as you get into the middle 2020s, Manley said to the Detroit Free Press. New technology is going to drive a load of weight, a load of weight out, so we can think of powertrains in a different way, and we can use electrification to really supplement those vehicles. FCA has been very vocal to its plans of using electric power in its future applications. While we certainly doubt that a full electric muscle car is in the works for the next generation of muscle cars from Dodge, FCA has been showing us lots of current applications with electric assist. Vehicles like the Chrysler Pacific the Chrysler Pacifica Hybrid, Chinese market Jeep Grand Cherokee FEV, and the upcoming 2020 Jeep Wrangler Unlimited FEV are great examples of the new electri electrification programs put forth by FCA. We don't doubt that, that the next generation Challenger and or Charger would have a similar system using both gas and electric hybrid powertrains that would allow the customer to run their vehicle solely on electric power for so many miles. FCA has also introduced a new electric assisted technology in other vehicles as well. The Ram 1500 and the Jeep Wrangler JL offer e-torque mild hybrid systems on select powertrain. The e-torque system combines belt belt drive motor generator unit with a 48 volt battery pack to enable start start stop function, short term torque assist and brake energy regeneration. We also know FCA has been hard at work on their next generation powertrains. 
FCA US has been working on their GME T6 motor. This engine is three is some three liters in displacement and will be a turbo inline six engine. FCA released some data about a couple of the systems that our source that our sources have said that the new GME T6 engines will use. One of which is called eBooster. eBooster is for turbocharged engines that use electronics to assist in building up boost, so zero so there is zero turbo lag. But we wouldn't doubt that the new GME T6 engine program will also have options like eTorque available as well. So while some of the media is saying that it sounds like the 6.2 liter supercharged Hemi Hellcat V8 is out of the picture in the future, it is still very much a key powertrain well into the mid-2020s. FCA has already announced a Hellcat-powered Ram TRX coming in 2022. We have even heard about another FCA vehicle getting equipped with the 700-plus horsepower engine in 2021. More details to follow. With gas prices being low in the United States and regulations being pushed back, there is no need to completely get rid of the V8 from any of the muscle cars. Other countries like China, where the government has imposed restrictions that in, that in order for a company to sell cars, there must have 20% of its sales in the form of hybrid options by 2020, are going to benefit are going to benefit the electrification of vehicles. Canada gas prices also keep going up as well, and might also be a good alternative to those who live north of the U.S. Both Ford and Chevrolet have announced that they will be producing hybrid muscle cars in the years to come. It also makes sense for Dodge, too, as well. However, don't count the V8 out. Not yet, anyway. Unfortunately, that is going to be it for us all. I will see you. I will see you soon. I will see you very, very soon. Thanks for listening. And if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe. And if you do subscribe, hit the little notification bell. That way you'll be notified of all my uploads. Anyway, see you soon. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.